This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for March the 11th. Hey, I hope you're having an excellent day today. Hey, we're today we're in 1 Kings chapter 17, and we're starting in verse 17. Is that crazy? Friends, listen very carefully. If you have not listened to the widow of Zarephath, okay, you need to listen to that first before you Verse 17, it reads like this. Sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She, the, the, the widow of Zarephath, she said, she says to Elijah, what do you have against me, man of God? Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Her son is dead, okay? And the woman is taking it like this. Here's the thing. You guys know your sins and I know my sins, but she's, here's the thing. When something bad happens, we often try to figure it out. Why did this happen? And so this woman, this, okay, this widow is looking at herself and she knows she's a sinner, okay? And she's saying, did you do this? Are you responsible for this because I'm in sin? Come to remind me of my sin, okay? And kill my son. That's how she feels. Is that, is that right? That's not right. Okay, you know what I'm saying? That's not right at all. But watch this. Again, I want you to get this. This is how she feels. There is a, okay? Friends, when you're dealing with people, realize this. How they feel is very real to them, whether it's true or not true, okay? I've dealt with a lot of different people who were feeling some things, okay, that were going on in their life, but they were absolutely incorrect. Their assumptions, their imaginations, their, their conclusions, they weren't right, okay? But the feeling that came from them conclusions came from that thought pattern, okay? Their imaginations was very real in how it affected them. And so she's mad. She's really mad, Elijah. Her son is dead. She's grieving in spirit. And here's the thing, when we're hurting, what do we oftentimes do? What do we want to do? Instead of, here's the thing, instead of going to where? <laughs> do you see what I mean? Whenever we're angry, we're always verbalizing it towards what? Someone else, okay? We're never looking inward, okay? Whenever we're hurt, what are we doing? We're verbalizing it towards someone else. Instead of, here's the thing, stopping, okay? Taking control of the situation, which is what? What do you mean by that, Matt? Taking control of the situation. It means this. I'm stopping. I'm pausing. I'm thinking. And now I'm going to see where is the source, okay? What do I need to do? I don't need to be venting this way or this way, okay? In, in anger and frustration and pain. What I need to do is go to God, okay? Something is something into my life that I do not like. And so what do I need to do? I need to refocus towards God. God, this is what's going on in my life. My son is dead, okay? I've been serving the prophet. Your prophet. I, you know what I'm saying? Kindly, I've been serving you by serving the prophet and ministering to his needs. I, I can't believe you would reward me this way when I've been doing this, okay? That's how she feels, okay? That's what she needed to share with God, but what is she doing? The blame well, friends, game, listen baby. to this. How does Elijah handle it, okay? Does Elijah defend himself? Because oftentimes if someone yells at us and we don't deserve it, what do we do? Man, they're gonna get it. Friends, that's not God's way. Take the higher road, okay? Uh, be a man of peace. Be, watch this, guys, in the man cave. Be a man of integrity. Take it. Take it. Take the abuse, okay? They can't hurt you. Listen, hurt people hurt people. So if that person is venting on you, just take it. And I know you, you, a lot of people, they think, well, I'm justified in reacting to the abuse that I'm taking verbally. You can do that, but that's not God's way. God would say this, turn the other cheek, meaning this, take the higher road, okay? If, if someone asks you to go a mile, go two miles. And so Elijah, here's the thing, highly respect this man of God because a lot of us, we come right back after the person that quick that put it on us, okay? But verse 19 says what Elijah says. He says, give me your son. 
Okay? He's not saying or. He just says, let me have your son. Meaning this, he's going to take care of the problem or he's going to build up this widow's faith. Okay? It's not, he doesn't know why this is happening either yet. Okay? But he says, give me your son, which is going to leave. It's going to allow that widow to feel like, oh, he's taking care of the problem. Okay? But again, as we read on the story, Elijah doesn't understand why this happened yet either. Okay? He, he's not sure of it. He does understand that that, per, that child cannot die without permission from God. So God has allowed this. What Elijah doesn't know is this. Why did God allow us? But he never watched this. And I love this. Elijah never questions God on the why. Okay? He just petitions him. It goes on. Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him up in his arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying, and laid him on the bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, O Lord my God. Now, friends, if you know anything about Scripture, O Lord my God is covenant theology. Watch this. What he's referring to is he's reminding God, O Lord my God, of the covenant, okay, that he made with Abraham, that we are your people. We are the promise. We are part of the seed, okay? We are yours, okay? O Lord Lord my God. That's what it means. It means this. I belong to God. He made a promise to Abraham. That promise applies to me by faith through that promise, through that seed. Verse 20, Elijah is, here's the thing. He's not being rude to God because a lot of times, here's the thing. God says to come this. He says, come boldly. Why are you coming boldly? People don't understand that. What does that mean, Matt? What does it mean to come boldly to the throne room of God? It means this. To let you know that you know that you know that you are a child of the living God. Do you have any problem going to your father here on earth or to your dad? And coming up to him and say, Dad, I really need this, okay? Uh, you know, for a teenager that's in high school, Dad, I'm on the track team. I really have to have a new pair of shoes. Dad says this, let's go get them, okay? okay. See, you're, you're coming to him. That relationship is there. It's where it needs to be. So you're coming to him because you fellowship with well, him. Elijah's praying here, guys. He says, oh, Lord, my God, covenant theology, have you brought tragedy upon this widow I am staying with by causing her son to die? Then, verse 21, catch this, guys. Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried to the Lord, O oh Lord my God. Again, covenant theology. Let this life's, let this boy's life return unto him. In another translation, it says this, let his soul be returned to Friends, his two body. two times within the prayer, okay? He's praying and he uses, O oh Lord my God. Again, friends, covenant theology, meaning this. He's reminding God of the covenant. He's reminding God, God, you sent me here. I was at the brook. I was eating from the raven. I was drinking out of the stream. You know what I'm saying? You are the one that gave me the word to come here, and I've come here. And just like you said, the widow, the widow has been providing for me, okay? But here's the thing. This is kinking the situation, okay? Because she feels, okay, she feels that she has been done wrong, okay? He lays his body, meaning this. He's basically identifying with the child, okay? Lord, I love this child so much. I've been living in this household, okay? And he's kind of just trying to get as close to the child, okay? Meaning he's putting his hands on his hands and everything, but before he does that, many theologians believe this, that he took his prayer cloth off, that cloak that he had, okay? Remember, many miracles were done by that. You know, we know Moses had a staff, well, Elijah had a prayer shawl, okay? And, and they had four tassels, which represented what? Those tassels, they represent the name of God, Jehovah, the great I am. I am that I am, meaning this, God is not confined to time like you and I. He's present in time and present outside of time. He's in this dimension and he's outside this dimension. And so many believe he took off that prayer shawl and laid it right there on the boy and put those, those tassels in the boy's hands and then put the other tassels by his feet and then laid on top of him with the prayer shawl between them, okay? And he's crying out 
out and so listen to God. verse 21. It says this, Then he stretched himself out on the boy three different times, each time, and cried to the Lord, O Lord my God. Again, covenant theology. Let this boy's life return to him. Look at verse 22. Oh yeah, baby! It says this, Then the Lord heard Elijah's cry. Friend, there's something to being persistent in prayer. There's just, and I love this story about the persistent widow in the New Testament. Absolutely love that story. The Lord heard Elijah's cry, and the boy's life returned to him, and he lived. <laughs> Elijah picked up the child, carried him down to the room, into the house, gave him to his mother, and said, Look, your son is alive. <laughs> Okay? First time anyone was ever raised from the dead is here in this Friends, text. Friends, there is nothing impossible to God. But you, if you are not in right relationship with God, will think most is impossible, okay? Because you don't know God. You don't understand Him, okay? And, and we, here's the thing. Again, the Bible says we see through a glass dark. And what I, you're not going to know all there is to know about God, but what you can know is have that personal relationship where you can hear the still, small voice, where you can rely on His leading, going to the left, going to the right, going straight and stopping, meaning this. You understand the peace of God, okay? And you, there's just certain things that He is going to share with you as a believer. If if you seek me, you will find me. Those who draw nigh to God, will, he will draw nigh to them. But most people are not doing this, okay? And so when they get in difficulties, they're in the valley, they're in a storm, and they're having problems. Here's the thing. They're, they're, they're wiped out. They're absolutely wiped out. Why? Because they don't know God's voice. They don't understand God. They, have, they haven't done what they needed to do to cultivate that relationship, to get close to God, to realize the ways of God. Friends, if, if Christians today would understand the ways of God, okay, and his feelings towards certain things, and his feelings towards, watch this, other things that he says no to, you will start to really rest and abide in the vine because you can see things as God sees them. See, that's what you want to get, that's where you want to get to in this world where you start to see things as Jesus would see them or as God sees them. Not looking with your carnal vision, okay? Not looking at the circumstances. Friends, the circumstances are there because God in heaven, okay, in front of that sea of glass sitting on his throne said, let it be. And so now you're seeing the circumstances, but that's not how it is. It is as God says it is, okay? And God said this, he heard Elijah's cry and he says, live. 24, now listen to this. Now the woman said to Elijah, now I know that you are a man of God. And and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. It is from God. Okay? Okay. Here's but listen, now he's hearing these words from this widow, meaning God is now using the widow to minister to him. She says, now I know, okay, watch this, that you are a man of God and the words that proceeded out of your mouth are truth and are from God. Do you see what I'm saying? The whole time God has been ministering to both of these, but now the widow, okay, she's speaking a word of encouragement. She's basically prophesying, and Elijah is going to pick up on this. Elijah is going to understand the words she just spoke. They're absolutely true. Why? did this happen for that verse 24 the application guys i want you to grab hold of this put your hand out okay grab hold of it god uses all of life to train us he uses evil people he uses job loss he sometimes allows things to happen that we would never choose in a million years okay why is it he's training us up he's more interested watch this because you a lot of people don't understand this you know what they're doing a lot of people when they're in these situations they're always crying out to god why why is this i'm training you there's the why. Put that in your file. <laughs> Here's the thing. Put that in your file in your mind. Because we're always asking God, why did this happen? Why did you allow this to happen? Why am I going through this, Lord? Why did this relationship not work? I lost my job, Lord. I don't have rent. Lord, this, this, this. this. Here's the thing. Why, Lord? Why? Why? God is looking for your response. 
He can fix the whys. He can fix the situation he allowed you to be in. Do you understand that? This whole situation in Elijah's life with the widow, the son, all of it was to what? Train Elijah up. Do you see that? And now now that you see it, can you see it in your life? How God will use people, places, and events to see how you will respond, to see if the things that he's teaching you, that he's working into you, if you can work them out correctly. Friends, I hope this video helped you out and you liked it. I'm not, I'm not meaning to bash you with the Bible. It's not that. I just want you to have all that God has for you. Realize this, that Tracy and I every night are praying for the viewers, those people who are watching the videos, okay, that God will bless your life and overwhelm you with his goodness and his mercy. Also, if you're not a subscriber, I'd love to have you join the channel. Click on that button. Join the man cave. Hanging out with the master. Hoo-wah. Yeah, I don't know about that, but hey, I love you guys. This is Matt. From the man cave.